This is Four Network. Credo is the daft of the Football Daft podcast. Is that a good story? Is that a good story? I've got an encyclopedia. Brain. He's got a damn man nothing. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Why are you a fucking hula? <laughs> this is Football Daft. Sponsored by Glasgow Private Hire. Make booking easier. Download our booking app now on App Store and Google Play. You're a Rangers man. Uh, I'm a Hearts man. <laughs> With Ewan Cameron. I work for Showtime and ESPN. <laughs> and... Hello and welcome to the first ever Football Daft podcast with me, Ewan Cameron, and my co-host, Grado. Hello, Grado. Happening. Two months in the making. We're finally here. We're in our studio. It's looking fleek. Aye, I like it. It's tidy, isn't it? It's on fleek, isn't it? It's a bit of buzz. Mm-hmm. On fleek, what does that mean? Fuck knows. <laughs> so before we <laughs> before we go any further, right, with the show, hey, okay, got well. a great show. Aye. Got a great show. Just the other day, they were in the pub with some fans. We recorded some of their opinions on the, the season that's just gone. We've got Chris Commons, who's joining us in the studio for a wee chat about the season as well. And about Celtic's um, success and winning eight in a row. But before we do any of that, Gredo, there's something I need to say to you. You're a Rangers man, right? right? Couple of weeks ago, I gave you a little call and I said to you, Gredo, I've got two tickets for hospitality at Ibrox for the Old Firm game. Would you want to come along with me? And you said? Aye. Aye. And we went along to hospitality. Right. So at the very beginning of the day, when I met you in the car park, you said to me, let's go through the main door. What's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that. But we went through the main door. Aye. And it was nice to be looked after by Rangers. Mm -hmm. By who? Natalie. Natalie, I'm Natalie. I'm Natalie's your Natalie. pal. Mm-hmm. So Natalie took us through the main door. We got, lo- we got a lot of attention going in. Aye. Went up the stairs. Aye. Went into hospitality. Good. Met the guys. Aye. Had some food. Right. Had some drinks. Aye. Watched the game. Good. You were jumping up and doing celebrating. Aye. Celtic getting beat 2-0. Mm-hmm. You were delighted. And then you caused a huge embarrassment. What? You embarrassed me and everybody in hospitality. What? You know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. You do. What? You clearly do. You that should day. know. Yeah, you should do. Because see, when you go to hospitality, there's a certain... Why, did I not say thanks? <laughs> no. Well, what did I do? You, you said thanks and you cuddled everybody before Aye. we left. So what did, what did I do, Ryan? So see, when you go to hospitality... <laughs> right. right I was oh, there. another tip to guy. Was that it? No, I remember not. Because I didn't know I had my bank card. No, you, it's not about tipping the guy. Is it? Right, I'm going to Biffing get to... Biffing Moo here. Because right, okay. I know you've said that you're going to bring this up and I'm, I've totally forgot about it. Now I'm biffing it. Right. So we went to hospitality. Aye. As guests of friends of mine. Aye. Right? And there's a certain way you're, you're, you're meant to conduct yourself. There's a certain way you're meant to act, right? You're not meant to act like a little schoolboy who's out on a day out. What were you like at the end of the game? About an hour after the game, you went out into the hallway right. of where the hospitality is, and you ran around like a wee ten-year-old boy, asking for pictures with the players. In your three-piece suit, you looked apart. You were good for most of the day, but then you ran about. Oh, Scotty Arfield, can I get my picture with you? You are wanting to talk. Are you actually bringing? Are you actually being serious? And then we walked, and Jermaine Defoe was there with his entourage, ah, and you ran. Jermaine Defoe. Uh, you ran over. Jim- and then they run. You did. You we ran. Never o- ran. You ran over to Jermaine Defoe, and yet he had to turn round and because you're screaming like a wee laddie, Jermaine, 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 to get your picture taken with him. There's a certain way you're meant to conduct yourself when you're in hospitality, not at like a ten year old. You are the worst for that with the phone out and try and get selfies uh, what, what are you talking about you are the worst you're, okay. never get, you're always getting selfies did and you get a selfie did you get a pest did you get a selfie with, with Jermaine Defoe yes because it's Jermaine Defoe did you get a selfie with Scott Arfield I, I don't aye because he's got to go that day for fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but and I know him but, so we're, you, but we're in hospitality you know when you run a room like a, like a, a fan or a ten year old kid I'm not a fan this is what it's about I'm a fan although apparently somebody on Twitter said the other day Grado's already one of the best football pundits <laughs> nah, nah needs to stop now I'm not a pundit man don't what are you a pundit so what are you doing here then fuck knows you just asked me to do it <laughs> 
but you're also here to give your opinion on football. Aye, so aye. in some ways, you're a football pundit. No, don't say that. No, because then, I'll, no, that's freaking me out. Anyway, the point I'm just, aye, well, the point is, so you were affronted by me. You were, you were embarrassed. No, my friends were. No, they weren't there. They weren't. They, 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 they said to me, unless Did you tell me, you went and told me when we come back that they said they thought you were brand new. You wanted it again next season sometime. That's what you text me telling me. Yeah, because so, you, so I embarrassed you. I so I embarrassed you, mate. You are. <laughs> As I do like you, you're a, you're a good pal, but you are one of the biggest rednecks I know. <laughs> you are one of the biggest rednecks I know. <laughs> You've got a cheat Ow. calling me one of the biggest rednecks that you know, considering the way you conduct yourself. You wanted to walk through the main door at Ibrox so that people could see you walking in. Oh, look at me, big time Grado with my three-piece suit and my Rangers tie. You fucking love that. <laughs> you loved that, didn't you? It was good, wasn't it? You got the rub that day, didn't you? What <laughs> about me getting all the selfies asked for that? Don't say you never enjoyed that, Daphne. You loved that. I'm not going to say... You did enjoy it. I'm not going to say I didn't uh, enjoy it, but it was a good day out. It was a good game. The atmosphere was superb. I'm just saying, next time we get invited to hospitality at Rangers... I'll not be going with you anyway. Just calm... I've made pals with them. I'll go to their numbers and all that. They'll not be inviting you back. It'll be Megan back. Just calm it a wee bit. Relax. Uh. Conduct yourself in a certain way where you're not running around like an idiot. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, it's good to see you, my man. And I'm glad that we're doing this. Look, I, I tell you at the start of this podcast, I don't want to mean you arguing anything because folk will get pissed off listening to you. We're his. not arguing about no, it. No, we are. But you're annoying me already. Because look, there's a big start of this podcast and you oh, he asked no, me I just to me I'm going to bring that up in the podcast the first 10 seconds that's what I'm going to do is that you did with your best effort because I was running about asking for selfies is that what you've got for me this is your big fucking intro to your new stupid podcast <laughs> whatever it's not mine it's yours as well right. and you're now a football pundit you need to conduct yourself in a certain way and this cursing and swearing isn't I know I need it's to no, no 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 it's no I, big I swore, I swore yeah you've already swore yeah. nah, see you don't even know when you're doing it <laughs> Swearing no, I doesn't want make you the no, big boy. I don't want to swear. I don't want to swear. There's one thing I hate. It's always when it's, it's just it's easy way. I'm, and they don't swear in Clyde and they don't swear in... <laughs> the BBC. Aye. Have I seen the BBC? I've been to the BBC. No, I'm saying speaking of the BBC. Yeah, speaking of the BBC, what are you pointing at me for? That fucking that picture. I'm on a picture the week before. Oh, do I do a wee rant? Well, I know I rant. Well, well I, I, I'm I not happy about it. That was, that was what I had it up my sleeve. Right. Well, listen, you what, had this up your sleeve. I had this up my sleeve. Right. I know what you've got up your right. sleeve. And then this is a new feature. This is a feature that we're doing for the show. Right. It's called Grado's Rant. Right. And you've got something you need to get off your chest. Right. Are you ready for this? Grado's Rant. Who ate all the pies? This is an article I was on the pitch the week before. The Rangers and uh, the Hibs game. Um, so what are you doing on the pitch, first of all, before you get to your It was a charity thing. Some, somebody asked me to... So at halftime? I was met by, there was, who else was there? There was um, Gordon Smith was there mm-hmm. and Gordon Jury, and it was for some charity foundation thing. So you and they asked me, up. I, they asked me, what, come on, on the pitch at halftime. And by the 60th minute, I had about 40 WhatsApps <laughs> in the same screen grab of an article. And it's, uh, who ate all the pies? Has John Flanagan been hitting the pies hard at halftime? No, it's Scottish wrestling star Gredo larking about during the interval. To be fair, the chunky chap could probably keep up with the current sluggish pace. A cheeky bastard. <laughs> look at it, Nicky, I don't know if you can get it on. Look at the state of that, look at the picture. I'm lying on my ass, I've got my bitch tits hanging out. But, you know, I can hardly breathe because of the chin smothering me. And they put that one larking around. Has John Flanagan been eating the pies, man? That's terrible. That's terrible. And you're, and you're chunky. They even put the word chunky in the article. I mean, I'm trying. I don't want to go on about means. I've had a, a bad relationship breakup. No, I don't want to go we on about that. that. And, we, right. and we know that you cashed ca- in. You cashed in on the heartbreak. Right? I stand on a heartbreak. Right? Right? We I've know all that. about that, right? right? I, I, the last thing you need... Need is pictures of me with my belly out, on a part in front of 50,000 folk rolling about the flare, fucking oily gaff, and saying I'm larking about. And the chunky chap. Chunky chap, man. What did he need to report that? Anybody else go to... Gordon Smith never get put up for his fucking... His heat, his hair. The ruggedy seed. Or the hair dye, whatever, you know what I mean? He never go that, did he? It was a... Pot shot, man, and I was. So you know, I usually don't mind about stuff like that, but just the way done it, there was a wee bit uh, vindictiveness in that. Is that the word vindictiveness? I thought, no, no, having that, man. What's the guy's name? I didn't even save his name. I didn't even know who wrote it. 
Somebody at the BBC done it anyway. I asked somebody if I asked Gordon Smith to find out, but he said he would. <laughs> It's not that I like, don't like being called fat, but I've got, oh no, I know what to say, but I've got a wee thing that if anybody calls me fat on Twitter, it blocks it out, I don't get to see it. What is it? <laughs> if somebody tweets me calling me fat, I don't see it. Oh, so you filtered it? Aye, fat. Right. So so the word fat has been filtered out? Aye, so even if somebody wants to tell me that they've just had a big, a big fat juicy kebab, Gredo, I'll not get it because I've deleted it, fat. <laughs> now I know it's going to happen, but people are going to start tweeting me F, where I... Dash, well, dash, you know what I mean? Dash, yes. Or PH80. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. So I... Anyway, so is, is that... Are you done now? I'm good to go. Are you good? Do you, uh, do you feel better uh, getting it off your chest? Nah, I just think, take a long, hard look at yourself, son. <laughs> Whoever wrote that article. <laughs> know what I mean? And that was Gradle's rant. Football daft with Glasgow Private Hire. It's the Football Daft Podcast with Ewan and Grado. It's our first ever podcast. So far, so good. Still to come on the show, Chris Commons and a mystery guest that we are going to blindfold you for, Grado. Right. And when we blindfold you, you need to try and figure out who the mystery guest is. Sounds, I need to be. So you need to smell them and feel them. All that carry on. All that carry on. Bring it on. Smell and feel Aye. and ask some questions and you try and figure out who the mystery Jane, guest is. Jane, I'll be decent is. that. Is this, we're going to do this every week? Doing it every week. So you're going to have to find somebody every week to come in? That's got a bit of pain, is it, no? It could be anybody, though. It doesn't have Aye. to be someone in football. Right. It could be anyone. It could be an actor. It you could be a them. comedian. It could be the lollipop man. It could be somebody that you know for mm. Stevenson. It could be anybody. Anyway, okay. who are you is a feature. Who are you? Is coming up a little later in the podcast. But first things first. This show is all about the... Fans. The fans. We are going to deliver something for the fans. It's a wee bit different from what we get out there in the market just now. So what we decided to do is we went to the pub. What pub did we go to? The Van Winkle. We went to the Van Winkle. And where's the Van Winkle? The Gallagate. At the Gallagate. So we went and spent the night in the pub at Van Winkle in the Gallagate and we invited a number of fans along for a bit of a, a drink, uh-huh. uh, a burger. Burger was good. Burger was tidy, actually. Tidy, tidy uh, burger right, and right. chips, chips and, and salad. And I got wings at the end of the night. Actually, that was a surprise. The wings were brilliant. Burnt the mouth off me. <laughs> Spicy wings. Aye, they were. They were great. So um, we had some free beer, mm-hmm. free burger, and um, it was a good night. We invited a, a whole host of fans down to the pub to join us. It was an intimate evening. And before the wings burnt the mouth off yeah, we spoke to some fans about the season that's just finished. Season review, looking back at the season 2018-2019, we've got Colin, who's a Rangers fan. Yay! And we've got Ryan, a Celtic fan. Yay! Eight in a row, Ryan. Yep. How was, how was the season for you? Started off all right. I thought we a bit slow to begin with. Picked it up halfway through and then kind of stumbled across the line. But, you know, champions are champions, aren't they? Were you any time scared? No. <laughs> I, I was saying, do you know why? Because we've played, we've been terrible at points this season and we've still won the league. That's meant to be our Rangers that have improved massively this season and they still kind of catch us when we're playing mince. <laughs> so. I, did, I honestly did think this year Celtic were there for the taking. And after the, the, the win at New Year, I thought, right, we might have a wee chance here, but I always remember sitting at Rugby Park, Joe Waddle. Joe Worrell. And it pains me to say it, but the four, we scored them within the first 10 minutes. I thought, right, Teddy, here we go. As soon as Worrell passed that ball back to McGregor and Kelly scored, I went, bang, that's it, that's fucking it, that's it, over. <laughs> and, but you're right, but that's the big difference because Rangers, when they were, when, when, when they were behind 1 0, you thought, seen this movie before, they're not, mm-hmm. going, to, they're not going to score, whereas Celtic can find that in the last five minutes. Yeah. They've always done it, they've always done it, and this year again, they win. They went ugly, but they win. See, for me, four, three out of the four old firm games, Rangers were the better team. I'm not 10%. I'm not three out of the that. four games this season, Rangers were the better first game, game. First game was ours. The last, the one uh the one when Rangers went down to ten men, they deserve something again. The they lost two one. They deserve something. In the one nil game you got we, battered. We, we it was one. Have... It was one nil going on ten. Yeah, but we should have scalped them in the first half of that game when Morelos got sent off. We we should have capitalised on that. But so the, the the point I'm getting is that Rangers have improved. I mean. Aye, but they had to. He's sitting in the wall waiting for the last five seasons. What do you mean they had to? They're supposed to be the second best team in Scotland. Oh, when they come back up, nope, they can nope. even get second. Came back up, we have, to, we have to play at our own level. We have to play at a level that is correct and then get our finances back in. We played at a level where we're coming up in a top league. If that was uh, 
Who, who's just come up for England? So you've got Leeds United and no, right, 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 Dar- Derby and yeah. Sunderland are playing. So if Derby and Sunderland come up into the Premier League, you expect them to be challenging fucking Leicester? No like, chance. Different, no different kind of money down there. Oh, that's, that's not about money. Well, it is. You just you just said about finances. Right, so sixty million for, for, if you got, for wages. If you got the hundred and twenty million that they got when they came right. up, so sales get sixty million for wages. Rangers quite clearly don't have that amount of money. Mm-hmm. But they're still able to challenge. That that is a challenge. The first time we came up, we're sitting there, we're with the Aberdeens, we're with Selic. We we done all right. We should have done better. And I know I can hear you breathing in my ear. That <laughs> we should have we should have done better that year, right? Heavy breathing by the way. What we should have done was turned around and went, right, we've done that, we came third. Now with this year we've got second, we've got second comfortably. And as you said, or it might have been Gradle, we were there for a team. Oh, well, we were. So what does that say about Rangers then? If Celtic were there... No, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't because if Celtic were there for the take-in, they still won eight in a row. They still won eight in a row. So so, so how poor were Rangers ultimately if Celtic were poor and were there for the take-in? I don't think Rangers are poor. You've got to look at... No, but if you're saying that Celtic were there for the take-in, why why are Rangers celebrating in a row? I don't think you have to look at it as poor. What Rangers have done is allowed themselves to get caught in too many games where they've drawn. If Rangers were able to win the games that drawn, they've just picked up on a cracking point, that commander game. You pick that commander game up and World doesn't make that pass... All of a sudden, you don't have that problem. You don't have a guy that's signed a pre-contract who's going to be starting with his teammates in the summer, scoring the finishing goal that wins them the game. That all of a sudden changes. And that is the one thing I'd say about Rangers. They've done right with Kamara. They bought Kamara for 50 grand, the best 50 grand I think anybody's ever spent. Can't buy a house for 50 grand, but you can buy Kamara. He is a house. <laughs> right? That boy, that boy has came in and played outstanding. You should have done that with Jordan Jones. Why would they do that with Jordan Jones? And when he scored that goal, all of a sudden, you might have got a point out of that game rather than losing the three. And then all of a sudden it's closer. It's easy to say that, no, it's easy to go, ah, but if Rangers won these games, they'd drop the league. How, huh? how many points have Celtic dropped and they shouldn't have? We should have won the league about a month and a half ago. But we, we didn't, we kept dropping points from. Why are you dropping points? points? Why are you dropping points? Because we were shite. Why are you dropping points? I'll grant you that Rangers have been better this season than they were, they were previously. So that, undeniable. But we're not making that same mistake next year. We are we are kicking on for this. We've got a manager just now who shouldn't be the manager. Yeah. You know, he, he shouldn't be in. We lost potentially one one of the best managers. He's the best selling manager since Ronnie Dealey. Right? You kidding me on? <laughs> <laughs> we lost one of the best managers we've ever had, in Brendan Rodgers, leaving. But especially when he did. We should have run away with that league. See if he was still here, we would have run away with this league. And it would have looked completely different. We've got a manager. What position does Brendan Rodgers play? Brendan Rodgers, as you've just seen. What position does he play? He plays manager on the, on the touch. Doesn't he play centre forward? Doesn't he play midfield? You've got a guy up there, Big Edward, who can't kick his own ass at the moment. It costs you nine million. You've got a boy, Scott Brown, who, let's be honest, you were, trying, you were trying to kick him out before before he was before Brendan Rodgers came. Then Brendan Rodgers came, all of a sudden, Big Brown's a messiah. Mm-hmm. And then this season, everybody's going for his seat. Same as Lennon, one of your best midfielders of all time. And all of a sudden, you're going, oh, let's get him out the door he as well. He's the best midfielder in the world, but it doesn't make him the best Do you manager. want to put in as a manager that's going to be up to the standard of Rodgers? Anybody but Lennon. Anybody but <laughs> Right, so anybody. Can I just say, welcome to the Colin and Ryan show? I'm going to ask you guys one more question before we change up a wee bit. Are Celtic running scared of Rangers for the for season 2019 2020? Honestly, it depends. It depends who we bring in. And I, honestly. Are you running scared of Rangers as oh. a Celtic fan? Can Nori Shivering sit next to me? <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right then. Are you con- wait, wait, are you confident stopping nine in a row? Am I confident? I'm not confident. I put my house on it. Of course, we're going to stop nine in a row. Can we on? Round applause for Colin and Ryan. <laughs> right, let's talk Celtic with Stephen and Martin. <laughs> Eight in a row, how does that feel, Stephen? It feels as if... It doesn't feel as good as it should. Because we had it so good for a while. But Lennon came in, and fair play to him. A couple of good wins, but you need to remember, Hearts last minute, Dundee last minute. See, we take that out of the equation. And Rangers, Rangers at Celtic Park, and I'm, you know, Graham, I'm as bitter as they come, but Rangers outplayed us. Celtic beating Rangers in that 2-1 game was robbery. So Neil Lennon 
cannot be on. I mean, we've done it. Fair enough. Fair enough. We've done it. Be the manager. You can't argue. People are saying, "Oh, that's what a lot of folks said about Waterford." I knew Lennon's done it, but at one point, so Neil Lennon came in. It was eight points. Then it was thirteen. Now it's six. It's and it's not even that. Aberdeen nil nil at home. Livingston nil nil at home. No, that was Hibs away nil nil. It's terrible. Four nil nils in a row. So sorry. What's the question? So so. We're going to get to Neil Lennon and the Celtic oh, manager's job. Winding me up, stop right. saying that. No, but but you right. should be celebrating. You've just no, won eight in a row. No, but no, you know, but, but you've just went all negative there. Nah, because but you've won eight in a row. Celebrate it. But you've got to bet it's the way you won it, though. See, like... Right. Better than like, Better than that. Better than See, what? Like, better than them. Better than who's them? Rangers. <laughs> no, but see, honestly, see, being serious, see, like... I should be, she's been Celtic won the league you should be celebrating but I was almost giving it oh thank Fine god fuck. thank god that's it done st- and it, a stumbled sounds harsh when you win it with three games to go I but it is it's the way you're playing it, it did stumble home stumble. against it's terrible Stephen did you fear at any point in the season that Rangers would beat you to the league no when I, well <laughs> that's my question so right. <laughs> Sorry, very sorry. Uh, you, as you were saying, uh, the second that Brendan Rodgers left, I was giving it. Oh, <laughs> and then Neil Lennon went dug out at Tynecastle. I thought that is the last thing that needs to happen. And Stephen Celtic won against Hearts the last minute. As much as it was amazing, I thought it's a wee bit concerning. Then Dundee last minute, there's too many negatives from Fair play to him. He's came in and took his. Yeah, yeah. Drag, dragged us over the line again you're, you're, you're having a go at Neil Lennon oh, sorry I did right. fear well, the que- so the question, question yes, was yeah, did yes, you fear that yes. Rangers would stop you winning eight in a row yes I did Martin now I'm going to give you an opportunity to speak oh, right, did you. you fear at any point in the season that Stephen Gerrard would guide Rangers to the title and stop you winning eight in a row not one chance not one oh, chance oh, 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 oh. never Never. I think that's just lies. Absolute never. Do you only speak in one words? No. Give him some more. (laughs) (laughs) You think that Gerard is mediocre? Yes. Tell me why. Why? Because he's absolutely won nothing. He's beat us twice. Fair enough, but that's it. You worship it of us years. After that, you'll never be as bad as that ever again. Unless Lennon's here. Well, that is is very true. If Neil Lennon's here, if Lennon's here, it's game over. This is what I don't understand. Right. Neil Lennon in his first role as Celtic manager was hero worshipped. Hero worshipped. No, no, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. He was, and, and he was an idol to the Celtic support. When he was a player and then when he became a manager. Some All support. of a sudden, in the space of a couple of months, there's a no. hate for Neil Lennon. But you and Graham will tell you, see, like, I've known him for like 20 years. See, like, see when Neil Lennon was a Celtic manager the first time. I mean, you for, obviously beat Barcelona at all. Brilliant. Green at Mortman, the cup put out at home. Ross County, I was there. Inverness, out. I was there. Out. This was at Hamden. St Mirren, I was there. Out. Yeah, he, he, he's getting beat with players like Hooper, Wanyana, Van Dyke. That's got to be the manager. That's three games, Neil Lennon. So Ross did County you win the league? I bet it's not. Did you win the league? But it was a nasty one. Did, did, did you qualify for the Champions League? I would rather play good football. What I don't understand, and I know there's a few Celtic fans in here who agree with you, by the way. A few that don't want Lennon anywhere near. I wish he was good. But where's where's this come from? It's It's come from... It's come from... Previously, see, like, so Celtic against Inverness at Hamden, right? When Neil Lennon's in charge, you don't know if it's going to be the Celtic they beat Aberdeen in the semi-final. Or is it going to be the Celtic Neil Lennon and Celtic get turned up at Ibrox? Who do you think you will get to replace Lennon? I think, realistically, I think it'll happen. Nobody, because Peter Law will give it. Neil Lennon is in £500 a week. Peter Law will guarantee give Neil Lennon the job. It's my... See if Lennon wins the Scottish Cup, he'll get the job, which he shouldn't be, but fair enough. It's going to be Neil Lennon. I think it's got to be David Moyes because he's not got the Scotland job yet. If he go to Scotland job, then I think... 
I think that's the reason why I think he's going to be there. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't give some games. I know that might sound fucking. Aye. But plans up to him and all that. Hang but that. you ain't give somebody like Clark or McInnes in Scotland job, then it means Moyes is a shoe in. Aye. I hope so. I think it is. I think it's Moyes. Does it really matter who the manager is to win nine in a row? Or does a manager play a key part or are you still too Aye. good no matter who's the manager I think no, I think it's D-Day for the board I think if they, choo- if they choose if they choose to go with what they normally do which is with their wallets they'll give it to Neil Lennon if they've got Aye. any brains they'll splash the cash but it's difficult to attract somebody that good to who can you look okay. at if Neil Lennon's your manager next year do you win nine in a row not a chance no, not one chance Rob six. not one chance never. not never. a chance never Never in a million Not years. a chance. Honestly, there's not a chance. N- never. Mark, I'm Mark, not Mark, even Mark, Mark, you're, you're, nearly, you're nearly like spitting you like feathers you there. This is a true, true fact. See, because the possibility of Neil Lennon getting the manager's job next season, I refuse I mean, to renew my season ticket to that yeah, possibility. That's, that's the same as being... That's true, that's genuine. There's no way he's going to be the manager. Well, it's a chance, though, it's a chance. I could not give Celtic that money and go up and it's Neil Lennon. I wouldn't go in again. Martin, Stephen, you're boring me. What a brilliant night we had at Van Winkle. Our thanks to all the fans who popped down to see us. More from those fans next week on the podcast. But thanks to Sophie and to Dale at Van Winkle for putting us up. Uh, The food was great. The drink was great. It's a bourbon barbecue grill located right across from the Barrowlands. Perfect pre-gig venue. If you want to go anywhere before a gig at the Barrowlands, then I would recommend Van Winkle. I've got the most amount of bourbons in Scotland. How did you know that? That's to tell me. Because it's Jack Daniels I drink. I don't drink scotch or... Uh, so you like a bourbon? I, I like the Jack Downs, the Jim Beam and all that. She had plenty of different kinds. So, so they've got the biggest collection uh, of bourbons she said. in all of Scotland? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really? Really? It's quite a big um, big, big well, claim to make. Well, that's what she told me. Oh, right. And the wings were really good because sometimes a lot of places try and do the wings and these had batter on them. Batter in the I wings? Did, right? Batter the wings and uh, the, 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 the buffalo sauce and that was brilliant. So highly recommend the chicken wings there. The burger was good too, mind you. And the chips were good too. It's also dog friendly. Aye, that's right. You can take your dog to it. Aye. You can take your dog in this bar. It's got a great place at the back as well if you, you want to catch some sunlight, get a wee suntan. Clap some dogs. Clap some dogs. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, thank you again to Van Winkle in the Caligate for um, putting us up and um, looking after us all so well. Food was great, drink was great, um, and we'll definitely be back. I think we should go back there I more regularly. Should, definitely. Yeah, thanks to Van Winkle for that. Much appreciated, guys. Football Daft with Glasgow Private Hire. Uh, our first guest on the Football Daft podcast. He started his career at Stoke in the year 2000. After four years, he left Stoke to join Notts Forest. He then moved to Derby on a free trip. It. <laughs> it's got to be Nottingham Forest. Notts County, Nottingham Forest. If people from Forest Day say Notts Forest, <laughs> who cares in Scotland? Can I just do my introduction? Internet down so phenomenal. After four years, he left Stoke to join Nottingham Forest. He then moved to Derby on a free transfer, but injury problems curtailed his first two seasons at Pride Park. Then in 2011, Celtic paid Derby £300,000 to bring him to Scotland. While at Celtic, the attacking midfielder won five league titles, two Scottish Cups and one Scottish League Cup. In season 2013-14, he was the league's top goal scorer, Grado, with 32 goals and he also won the PFA Scotland Player of the Year award and the Scottish Football Writers Player of the Year award not bad for an attacking midfielder and finally won 12 caps for Scotland as he qualified for the national team through his granny and because he wasn't good enough for England our guest <laughs> on the podcast is the one and only Chris Commons hey, <laughs> well, you're not that enthusiastic Grado it's Chris Commons I know former Celtic player yes I know champion great, great player great player I was gutted when we never signed him what happened? Well, no, I wasn't. That, that's that's not true. I wasn't gutted when we never signed him. I was gutted because I think within I think the first couple of games were against Rangers when you played. Don't know you scored a couple of goals against us right away. I did, yeah. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he not sign? Yes, my uh, my home debut was three 0 Rangers. Aye, uh, I was at that game. 
it still looked better. <laughs> Horrific. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that day? Yeah, home debut, jeez. Home what? debut against Rangers, winning 3-0. Yeah. Oh, weren't bad, was it? Yeah. We had Tell- to join up with the Scotland squad after that game as well. Right. Alan, so- Alan McGregor weren't pleased. <laughs> <laughs> when is he ever pleased? Let's oh, be yeah. honest about it. Absolutely. So are you okay to be standing next to Chris Commons, Grado? Well, when, stop when- saying it like that as if I'm going to be bored with any player comes with Celtic. security? No, no. Oh, is he going to go for me in a minute? No, <laughs> the thing is, though... He played me, he played me Hibs and all. <laughs> But he only played five games with him. That's true. He only played five games with him. But when he he played for Celtic, when he could have been playing for Rangers, that must hurt. Why? Why why did you pick Celtic? (laughs) Celtic was the only one. Everyone always seems to believe I had the choice of Rangers. You did. So Rangers were sniffing about. Yeah, they were sniffing about. But there was nothing official. No, I don't think they had the money to pay for the transfer fee. So what we're going to do first of all here, right, between the two of you, I've I've written out a whole list of questions, Mm -hmm. and all you have to do is answer yes or no. Right, it's about Scottish football. Okay, and there's no sitting on the fence. You've got to be brutally honest. The answer is yes or no. And I'm going to start with Grado, and then I'll go to you, Chris. You ready for this? Yes or no? Will Neil Lennon be Celtic's manager next season, Grado? No. Yes. Oh, is that your marker? <laughs> you just don't go on days. Days going. I mean, Neil Lennon. Ah, he's my okay. old man. So you're saying yes? I think you will, yeah. Okay. Would you describe Stephen Gerrard's first season at Rangers as a success? Grado? Yes. No. It's a yes or no game, mate. You didn't ask us to expand. Do you want us to expand? Do you want me to ask him? Do you want me to... I don't think, I don't think you can be at a club like Glasgow Rangers and call it a success when you win nothing. We'll come, we'll come back to that. Uh, should Hearts sack Craig Levine, Grado? No. No. Yes. We're not asking you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Hearts fan. He's got to go. I think he'll leave anyway. Oh, you think he'll leave anyway? What do you know, Chris? Nothing yet. <laughs> Your face says something else. <laughs> That's you. What do you know? I just think he might step down. Uh, and who's coming in his place? That's a million dollar question. You know, don't you? Look at look at the way he's moving about in that chair of his. How can you like? Well, you he like... works with in Scottish football. He works with Sky Aye. Sports, so he's clearly there behind the scenes, seeing things, hearing things. So you're saying that Lenny's going to get the job, and that Craig Levine is probably going to step down. Yeah. So should we go and put our money on that? I wouldn't. <laughs> Did the SFA make a mistake staying at Hamden and not moving to Murrayfield? Yes or no, Grado? Uh, that's a hard one for yes or no because I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on the fence with that one. No, you can't. Right. Uh, yes or no? Uh, what was the question again? Did, it, was it a good idea or was it not a good idea? What was the question again? Did the SFA Sp- make a mistake, mistake staying at Hamden and not moving to Murrayfield? Yes. No. Really, Chris? I know you've had great I've played, joy. I've, play, I've played it both, yeah. And? Hamden's better. Is it better for an atmosphere? I I read something that people Scott Brown said it was one of the worst. It's it's difficult for an atmosphere, but the best atmosphere that I've ever seen was the England-Scotland game. Really? Right. Okay, then. See when Lee Griffiths got the second free kick? Uh, Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Are Celtics scared of Rangers? Grado? Yes. Chris? No. No? Scared of what? Scared of Rangers and how quickly they've got up there to challenge. Only nine points separating them this year. Oh no, they're getting closer, aren't they? Yeah, they're Celtic <laughs> running scared. <laughs> I, listen, I don't know. I don't think that they're, they're scared. It's just they're in a bit of predicament. Who's going to be the, ma- the next manager? Because Brendan Rodgers was such a good manager. It's going to be very hard to replace him. It's going to be very hard to get somebody's his quality. I'd be a bit worried about who they're going to get. But but Celtic have a huge rebuilding job ahead of them. They've got yeah, they've got some rebuilding. I wouldn't say huge. I think they've, they've got, got quite a bit to do. They need six, seven quality players. But you could say that about pretty much every club in the uh, in the league. Okay. Uh, next question: Should Morelos be sold by Rangers? Yes or no, Grado? Mm. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> another season. Give him another season. We need another season. Not yet. Not so, yet. Not yet. So. I think that if I, I think that sending off there at the the last well, the last old firm game, but the, mm-hmm. the one to get sent off, I think that kind of damaged which, which him in one? terms of. <laughs> well, I know that. exactly, 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 exactly. <laughs> the one at Parkhead a couple of weeks ago. I thought I think that's kind of. I think it's ten a couple of million off him. Okay. Should Ranger sell Morelos this summer? No. No. Why? Is he not a liability now? Can you trust him? I don't think you can sell a guy that scores thirty goals mm. in a season. It's impossible. There's no one to replace him just yet. Defoe's good, but I don't think he's capable of playing 55, 60 games a season. Would you not describe him as a liability that might have cost Rangers some points this year? 
I would hope that Stephen Gerrard spoke to him and he's learned his lessons by now. So, yeah, he's still a young kid. I've hope his. So, you'd, you'd give him another season in a Rangers jersey? 100%, yeah. 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 Did Derek McInnes make a mistake staying at Aberdeen? Gredo. Oh, I'm glad he. I'm, <laughs> no, that's no mistake for me. That's the best thing he done. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best thing he done by far. Chris Coleman. Did Derek McInnes make a mistake staying at Aberdeen? No. No, he didn't make a mistake. No, because he was that close. I mean, he was within minutes of it, signing for Rangers. And I think that the was the sign that there was things going on behind the scenes that they weren't happy with. And if he, he's not hundred percent, then there's no point leaving Aberdeen. They were in a good place at the time and still pay good wages. But pay. just but, but but soon after he turns the job down, they announce Steven Gerrard. And there seems to have been some backing of Steven Gerrard. So what was it that stopped Derek McInnes from signing on the dotted line? Um, I would say things behind the scenes, recruitment, money, what's available, funds. So he didn't think he was going to get the support they needed to take Rangers to the next level? I think so, yeah. Right, OK. Um, is the Killy Pie the best pie in Scottish football? Grado? Um, the Killy Pie is not no, a Killy Pie, is it? It's not a Killy Pie anymore, it's something else now, is it? No, is it no call it a Bluebell Pie now or some shit? Is that what it is? They're not allowed to sell Killy Pies that come I, on it. I have no idea. Any time I... Pie. They are, they are, they are... Big Lloyd told me he's not happy. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, they are good pies, but any time I've had one at Rugby Park, I've always been called. I've never had a whole car, car pie. And it's always, oh, I will rub a pie. I don't know, we kill a pile up for it, and then it comes and it's freezing. You don't like so it? It was a letdown. Uh. Is that a good pie at Rugby Park? Never had it. Gar- never had never it? Had no. no, Gary Holt told me. Remember Gary Holt? I remember Gary Holt, aye. Oh, aye. He's fervent. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was the one that gave me the. <laughs> The pie chap. The pie chap. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, is it true that Chris Boyd steals your halftime pie when you're both on Sky Sports, Chris? Say that again. <laughs> is it true that Chris Boyd steals your halftime pie when you're both on Sky Sports? We don't have pies, we have little sandwiches. Oh, do you? Yeah. Right. Oh, I like pieces. <laughs> wee pieces. I love wee pieces. What's your favourite piece? Uh, we've got egg mayo. I like we've that. got prawn. I love that too. Uh, so you've got a various selection. BLT. That's brilliant. And a chicken and... <laughs> Bit of salad, aye, and it costs you nothing. <laughs> nothing. It's, it's that big so one, you know, from Costco. Uh, as if it Costco. Aye, right, aye. And then we've got the makeup lassie. She brings a homemade uh, cakes every time. Oh, brilliant! Week cup of tea, cake, sandwich, diamonds. <sighs> Lucky boys, eh? I know. And then we watch the trophy list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Next question. <laughs> uh, one of the producers in the office want me to ask you this, Chris. Does Chris Boyd have bum implants? <laughs> Does he have bum implants? You can get... Can you get ass implants? Get that. <laughs> what I have been looking up, as you know how you get a lot of... Um, you, you get the Botox under... Under the armpits, sorry, sweating, yeah. You got it? Gary Hooper had it. Gary Hooper had that? And Celtic Dar- striker? Daryl Murphy, yeah. Both of them got... Botox under the armpits. My cousin Gary's got it, I know. But it wears off if they're a couple of months, does it not? I don't know. But I th- what I'm saying, I've tried to try and get it for my ass because I, sm- I sweat <laughs> like hell. <laughs> Um, but I don't think you can get it on your bum. What, top or bum? <laughs> well, With, like, top of your crackle The full bum. <laughs> Just wet through. The cheeks. <laughs> I, I change my brakes four or five times a day. But I don't think you can I don't think you can get Botox. Every time he falls, he changes his drawers. <laughs> <laughs> That's no far off a trifty bonus. So you want to get Botox on your bum? So I'd love to be just because you hear the Oaksters talk and it stops the sweating. But I'm 90% sure you kind of dent your ass. You know when you get Botox, does it stop your muscles from moving? Like... Can I tell you? It does, yeah. aye. Aye. Because you well, no, that, that is what it is, isn't it? It's stops it. Yeah. Aye, because you see people get it done on their face. When you they smile, there's no lines in the head or in the cheeks and what have you. Aye. So, yeah, so if it can stop you sweating in your armpit, surely it'll stop you sweating on your bum. I bet there's big veins in your bum. And uh, I think if you kind of put the needle run through the wrong vein, you're, that's it, you're snooker. So I think they've got to watch. <laughs> what, what would happen if they put it through the wrong vein? I don't know. It's your arse would collapse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question. Will Celtic win 10 in a row with Neil Lennon? Taking a bit of time there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just... I don't want to get too ahead of myself. No, you, you, you've got to think of nine first. You know, yeah, I know, but, but, but here, two years here, ago. Here's, here's my belief on it. 
if Rangers don't stop nine in a row, they will never stop ten in a row because Celtic will throw everything at it in that year to win ten in a row. This is the big one to go for nine in a row. If, if Rangers don't stop it now, they're yep. not going to stop ten in a row. That's why I ask you: Do you think that Neil do Lennon? Think, do you think Rangers have got the funds to throw everything at it? I don't think Rangers are that far away, Chris. I really don't think they're that far away. I think when you look back at some of the draws that they've had, you look at the matches against Celtic in the old firm. I think three out of the four games, Rangers deserve something out of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even when Rangers went down to ten, but this men, is a season but, where everyone said that Celtic's been off the ball and right. not been on it. They've only had one fit striker for eight months of the I'll season. give you that Celtic will be nowhere near the level they should have been at that, that's why it's so frustrating because I think this was the season where Rangers you know after the old firm game in December I thought right here we've got, maybe got a better chance here then that dip in form well you went to Kilmarnock and you lost yeah 2-1 and I think since then it's, it's went right downhill and, I, and it's frustrating to think you know this was the season where you know the, in the middle of the season where they lose a manager throw them off uh, Boil a wee bit, is that the word? From mm-hmm. that boil, this would have been the kind of time to pounce, and it's just not happened. So it's very frustrating, Chris. <laughs> so what you'd say then, Chris, from where you're sitting right now yes. and the work that you do in Sky Sports, that Rangers have missed their chance to stop Celtic winning ten in a row. This was the year to do it. The season just gone was when they should have done it, and they had the chance to do it because Celtic were not on the boil. <laughs> is that what you're saying? I would say that Celtics have they've performed at a good level. They've not performed at the level that we used to see under Brendan Rodgers in his early stage. But I'm saying that because the likes of Moussa Dembele, Patrick Roberts, Stuart Armstrong, them players there alone are worth forty million. They're gone. And they were went. They they're, went last summer. Yeah. They're out the door. So you've got to try and replace forty million pounds worth of talent in a team and try and then still perform at them levels. It's not going to happen. It never is going to happen. But they've still managed to win two cups going into the final weekend where they can win another treble. Do you not think Rangers are better are going to be better equipped to take Celtic on next season? Now that he's got his core team, he knows roughly what his best team is and he's going to add to that. So do you think that Rangers will be better prepared and will give Celtic an even closer run? He signed, what was it, 13, 14 players in the summer? Yeah. So you've got a new manager, you've got a new backroom staff, you've got a new group of players yeah and they, and they were there or thereabouts they got off to a great start they got to Christmas they were level on points with Celtic mm-hmm. they came back the the biggest brick wall ever mm-hmm. I think going into the end of February they were 13 points behind Celtic yeah. knocked out of both cups then they've picked up a little bit but I think that's a form of Davis Defoe mm-hmm. we spoke about Kamara I think Arfield's been a revelation in the centre midfield I think he's a terrific player but they've got to do it week in week out and we've just seen again that they've lost to Kilmarnock they lost to Kilmarnock just after the winter break. You need to be consistently good. And if you're not good, you've still got to win. Celtic have done that this season. There's a couple of players that need to get rid of Rangers as well. There was a couple of dodgy signings um, at Rangers in the summer that have no work to it. But Lisa Barisic, who we signed basic, based on a performance he had at Ibrooks, we spent £2 million on him. And he's probably my third choice for left back. So there's there's the guys like him that we need to get ready or at least have the wage bill. We've got rebuilding today as well. We well, Rangers, well, Rangers stop Celtic winning 10 in a row, Grado. I'm not saying that. I'm not like, <laughs> no, because this will still be footage of this will be out when they day after day, and then I'm going to all that dick. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's why well, neither of you have answered the question because we're no stupid we don't know it's but this is what this is about well, it's I know. about having well, an opinion well, will Celtic win 10 in a row Chris Commons I hope they win 10 in a row right. I hope they don't yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do you think Celtic are going to win 10 in a row if, Rain, if, if Rangers if, don't this season if Rangers don't win 2019-2020 the, then they'll get 10 in a row aye. they have to stop them before they get to nine. Mm-hmm. You thought Rangers were going to win the league this year. That's not the point. <laughs> but you did say that. I, I, I did say that. I thought the Steven Gerrard effect would um, have a galvanising effect for Rangers. I thought he'd get backed, and he did get back, but it didn't work out for him. And I, th- I agree with you. I think they've been a wee bit inconsistent. I don't think they've been as good as they could have been. Mm-hmm. And Celtic being off the boil, what does that make Rangers then? Right. If Celtic are off the boil, still win the league. Well, that's it. The, the chap, they might have won ugly, but they still won. You know, when Rangers, when it was, whenever a game was one each, it was always a team that was going rather than Rangers was with Celtic. You always knew. 88, 89, 90th minute, they're going to score. And they fucking did. That's <laughs> Tynecastle. <laughs> Dundee. They always do it. Dundee. Yeah, Dundee. They always do it. Kilmarnock. Yeah. Kilmarnock, yes. You're just sitting watching Rangers going, they're not going to score. <laughs> they're not going to score. 
Because it's so true, though. But it is. Aye. And it's frustrating, man. <laughs> What's Stephen Gerrard done for the game in Scotland, Chris? He's just gave it a huge boost. Yeah. Has he been be. good for the game? He's made, it, he's made Scottish football worldwide. He's the man. <laughs> <laughs> he's so handsome. He's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh I love Steven Gerrard and I think a lot of Rangers fans as well he's he's going to get down as an absolute hero even for what he's done this season I know you said you're saying that he's not had a successful season he's not a bit of success but I think he has he's made uh, you know, next- last last year he, he took he t- he t- he t- a, a dressing room that was broken a broken dressing room and I think he's brought that kind of feel good factor back to Ibrox you think Steven Gerrard well, Rangers have been a success this season, so next year if they don't win one trophy, is that success? Well, do you know what? That's a hang because he's Steven Gerrard. If it was somebody else, He'd be out the door. Be, you know, but because if, it's Gerrard, he's got that thing. He's got that. So, like, so if this I love been, him. So if this you know what is, I mean, so I feel like I want to give him a good couple of years, but we can't. You know that way. And I hope it never comes down to that. I really, really don't. If this had been a Kashinya season, <laughs> aye, and you'd finished nine points behind Celtic and hadn't won a trophy. You'd have been th- wanting Kashinia out. Oh no, no Kashinia, no again. No, I thought you said no. If, no, right, 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 no, no, no. If this was Kashinia, yeah, oh, he'd be, come on. That's <laughs> <laughs> con man. He was a con man. <laughs> a con man. And just because it, that, just, just, Cruz, Cruz Azul did they, did they win the Mexican league? Cruz Azul. <laughs> We're talking about that all day, did they? Who? Find that out for his Gary, please. Could you, could you Google that? <laughs> so what you're saying is, if this was Kashinia that was in charge of Rangers this season, finished second mm. in the league nine points behind Celtic oh, right, and they got knocked out of the Cups you'd have wanted them sacked oh that's a good I thought about that <laughs> <laughs> you'd have wanted them sacked wouldn't you have yes you were I. do you think if it had been anyone else in the Rangers dugout this season he would have got shot they would have got shot of him I have no doubt yeah Gone. I have no doubt, yeah. Gary, just check the facts. They didn't win the league. Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kishinia's uh, Mexican uh, side. That was weird because I, I wrestled in Mexico in, uh, when was it? November. And all the Mexicans knew Kishinia and they knew Pena and Pena were calling Pena Hulit. Was it Red Hulit they were named? They called them after that. It was just amazing because I was in this, driving down this street. It was like a third world country. Is it a third world country? Mexico's not a third world country. Mexico City is a bit fucking, it's a dump. It's scary. <laughs> but it was just weird talking to taxi drivers about Pedro Kishinia there. You know that way? <laughs> Is Pedro Mexican? He's no Mexican, he's Portuguese. <laughs> no, but he's. Well, because Cruz Azul, we went to manage Cruz Azul, oh, okay. they're Mexican. <laughs> okay. And I can, I was just kind of asking questions about Pena and he's drinking and all they all know about it, all the, all the taxi drivers. What did they know? Party, party, party. <laughs> they're like, just. Thinking back what we've talked about there, Craig Levine's going to be stepping down, Neil Lennon's going to get the Celtic job, and Steven Gerrard's lucky that he's Steven Gerrard, because if it was anyone else, he'd have got sacked. That's, that's, a, that's about it. That's what Grado said. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, Chris Commons, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Would you like to hang around for a couple more minutes as we play a little feature called Who Are You? Certainly. We're going, to, we're going to bring a mystery <clears throat> guest into the studio. Okay. And what Grado has to do blindfolded is figure out who the mystery guest is. You up for this? Yeah. Watching it? Why not? Good stuff. Let's do it. Football Daft with Glasgow Private Hire. So it's now time for a little feature that we're calling Who Are You? Where we have a mystery guest and a blindfolded Grado has to figure out who our mystery guest is today. And it's the one and only Lisa Haig, who is the wife of Chris Commons. Not married. We're not married. Not married. Not married. I thought you two were married. No. You've got kids. Yeah. Like a million of them. But <laughs> just because we're... <laughs> why, what, can I, why are you not married? Because you're like the posh and becks of Scottish football. Well, <laughs> like a choice. I used to earn quite a decent wage at Celtic. Yeah. And then I left Celtic and now I can't afford a wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just wondering if anything better comes along. So I'm just yeah. buying I've got to keep. Time. You've got to keep your options open. Right. Yeah. So are you keeping yeah. your options open, Lisa? Is that what you're telling me? Exactly that. You're not saying to me you're on the market. <laughs> I'm not on Tinder. I'm not actively looking for it, but we're not on Celtic wage anymore, Doug. No, there might be somebody. Um, no, we've just not... We've literally just never got round to getting married, but we've been engaged 17 years. Lisa? She's been pregnant since 2007, haven't you? <laughs> I'm not pregnant now. I, I know. Not anyway. No, I, I am not. 
No. No, I'm not pregnant now. So uh, Grado is standing outside with a blindfold on. Yes. We're about to bring him in. Are you okay with this? Because Your hands are making me worried of going, uh, yeah. are you okay with this? What is he going to be touching? You, the you, you said it were going to be questions. No, there will be questions, but he is also going to be um, touching and smelling to figure I'm, out who you are. You I'm very fertile. <laughs> I am so hospitable. I don't want to have one of Grado's wins. <laughs> no offence to Grado. Do you know Grado's going to be touching you? Yeah, I did know that. Does Why do you think we're here? Yeah. <laughs> Send him in. I know. The it's probably the first fight I've ever got into. <laughs> <laughs> well, will you be a wrestler, though? <laughs> oh, jeez, he'll get me in a suplex. <laughs> right, so uh, let, let's get Grado into the uh, into the studio. Right, bring him in. Right, open up the door. There we go. And bring him in. He's blindfolded. Watch your camera, watch your camera. Watch your camera. <laughs> right, so... <laughs> Right, wait, wait, I'm going, to, I'm going to explain the rules uh, before we go any further, right? Don't uh, be don't be putting your hand out or anything, just shit. Come on, hey, nah, not to touch the bum bag. <laughs> not to touch. Not to touch. Hey, right. not touch another man's funny bag. <laughs> no, wait, 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 uh, I'm going to tell you the I can rules. I a woman. I've not even asked you that yet. All right, hold on a minute. It might so, be throwing you off the right. scent, though. Yeah. Hey, right. right, Grado. That is a woman's smell. Grado, 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 Grado. Right, hurry up. First thing you need to do, and I think you've already done it, but you need to do it properly. I'm paranoid now I'm not getting a chug in my gob in case my breast sticking <laughs> And it's a woman. <laughs> my breast smell, be honest. Oh, you can't answer. <laughs> Her breath's rotten. <laughs> no, come on, slow, slow, slow. <laughs> I can smell vodka. <laughs> right, so 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 you've had a smell. Is it a man or a woman? Oh, it's a woman. You, you sure Smells. about that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lean in. The next there. Whoa! <laughs> is that a woman? Fucking bit of baby. Right. Next thing you need to do is take. You hear know, Is take. I'm... Is take the mystery guest hands. Right. Have a good feel of the hands. Why? Oh, <laughs> feel the hands. Have a feel. Hopefully so. Oh. Have a feel. Um, and um, just by just by rubbing the hands, Grado. Yeah. How old do you think this mystery guest is? Oh, she's not got old woman horns. <laughs> I can't remember last time I held an old woman's horn, but <laughs> I don't think that it's not an old woman. Let's say turn around. Oh, lovely soft. I better not get done here in ten year time, old Grado Weinstein or something like <laughs> <that> here. <laughs> she signed a clause, eh? <laughs> So, 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 how old do you think this uh, mystery guest is? Forty-two. 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 Right. Okay. Well, it's obviously it's not as old as that because she's grabbing, she's squeezing my horns now. <laughs> it's not, it's not a forties, mid mid thirties, mid thirties, mid thirties, mid thirties. Yeah, she likes that. So, so now, <laughs> so now, what you need to do right, right. is that you're correct. It is a female. Right, tell you that. And budge. <laughs> <laughs> she's not in a mid thirties. <laughs> Now you can speak to our mystery guest, and the mystery guest is going to be answering questions. Sorry, we'll be answering your questions. So any questions you want to ask, ask, ask the mystery guest, and then we'll see how far we get before you can have a guess at who you think it is. Mm. Right, so ask any question you like. I don't know. We'll ask. Uh, ask like, maybe is she in football? Would you have your dinner last night? Ooh. Would you have your dinner last night? I, you had that. Uh, <laughs> are you married to a football? Are you a football player? Are you in football? Are you in football? I've had a bit of football, but I'm not. Uh, yeah. I'm what do you mean you've had a bit of football? Well, I've had a little bit of football from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> Football's in me on occasion. Oh, hey, come on! It's a family show. <laughs> Behave. <laughs> I'm only guess what is a I, I support. Is, I support the best team in Scotland. Right. Well. Mm-hmm. I definitely know who this is. Do you know I'm who is? Have, aye. Or do you want to just, or do you want just wait, continue playing the game and play dumb? Um, no, because I don't want to start scrapping with the, the, the guy at the other side. Uh. <laughs> I don't want I don't want a rogue finger going somewhere it shouldn't. <laughs> I was going to say ducky. Aye, I know that's a way, ducky. Who is that? Lisa Hay. It is. It's Lisa Hay. Ducky. No tongues this time. How are you, Lisa Haig? Oh, great, thank you. Yeah, so, um, great, it's Lisa Haig. How do you two know each other? We met years ago. Uh, John Hartson Foundation charity, wasn't it? Yes. You were in a leotard. 
I used to always be in a later, but I've, aye. Trying Go, to ditch the later. Aye, Because um, yeah. it was stinking. I'm, I'm sure I was at a day with something you before, and I had wrestled the night before, and I came straight to it, and I was howling with all these. But it was like a woman's lunching. I was a fronter. Oh. But aye, aye. Grado, before but, you came in, mm-hmm. They're not married. I always just thought that was maybe your stage name. Aye. You know what I mean? <laughs> your stage name. Oh, do you know, like Silla Black. Her, na- her real name was Priscilla White. I should have a stage name. No, it was nice. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Silla Black was not Priscilla White. Aye, it was, mate. You and you yeah. know nothing. You, you are <laughs> shite at this. <laughs> That's right. No wonder STV2 got shut down. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just holding it? You don't know if this, if she's the right one. What do you think? Yeah, I'm just unsure, mate. There's mm. a few things that she, she just won't do. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> With you. <laughs> Did you like that? I like that one. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. nothing here. Here, but is this awkward tournament? Because I don't like. I don't want to make you feel awkward. Do you feel awkward tournament? No, I no. love it. Do you? Yeah. Because I mean, I, I was. I was, with, I was with the same lassie for 12 years. <laughs> Late night love. Oh no, she's, she's away now. So we don't go with each other anymore. One of the things that she always used to say was, how come you've not proposed to me? How come you've not, how come I'm not married and all that? And then... And do, you th- do you think that's why you're no longer together? Because she wanted something that you didn't give her? Aye, probably aye. aye. Well, I don't know. So do you regret not asking her? Dear fuck. <laughs> oh no, I don't, I'm fine. <laughs> It's fine, I'm out of it, mate. It's cool, I've well, got it. It doesn't look like it. Body, trust me. The body I'm language says to me you're yeah. not over it. <laughs> I was in Magaluf last week. It's fine. <laughs> what happened in Magaluf, Grado? <laughs> Stays in Magaluf. <laughs> nah, Do you need on. me to make you an appointment at one of those clap clinics? <laughs> no! Come on. No, nothing like that. Do you want to talk about the wee pill you have to take? No. What about five minutes before you have sex? Oh, yeah, yeah. My <laughs> premature ejaculation pills. <laughs> you can buy condoms for that. Well, I got stung with one of them ones. Jesus Christ. Stung. What do you mean? Wait, the, wait, we go, uh, is this the direction we're going? Football podcast. Grader's swung on up. Now talking about my sex life. Ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Business is about to pick up. Come on. Come on. Hold on. Did can you say I, can that I leave? You can get, can you, did you say you can buy condoms that prevent you from premature ejaculation? So my background is I used to teach drug and substance misuse mm-hmm. and sex education in a secondary school. And I had an array of condoms at work. Oh. Don't, don't be telling that story. Tell the I'm te- I'm not telling them the story. I'm doing the second story, and um, one of them, Grado, was a silver one, and it had a little bit of a substance in the bottom. A numbing. A numbing. A numbing cream. agent. Yes, <laughs> and that was so that you could go a little bit longer. If uh, you need some, you I've still got pals back at uh, the college. Uh, would would you get them for that? Or I get them for free. You can't get them. You can't get them in Morrison's or nothing like that. No. Who that I would buy. Johnny's and Morrison's. More reasons to go at Morrison's. <laughs> no, I would never. I, that's actually probably one of the, That's quite... That's a horrible thing that I, I would never be able to buy Johnny's in the shop. I'd be too... Why? Just to end up... In case it ends up in the paper or something like that. <laughs> Pantos Grado and Johnny Shane. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, <laughs> I love it that he's already got a headline for it. No. I had a bad supper last night, by the way. Oh, did you? I ordered... Well, I just sort of pointed at something, and it was a, like a beef rib thing, deep fried. A king rib supper. That's what Aye, I had, Doc. I'll tell you. It's, it's like the wee Russell burger things, except for a, in, a, in a batter. It, yeah. It, I've not had one in years, to. Well, I had one, eye? and it tasted no. like Amazing. a deep fried dog shit. <laughs> oh, was that? Was it that? And Aye. Chris actually walked in, and he went, why does it smell a dog shit in the kitchen? And I was like, I said, I think it's this. Aye. And he just went, you're a disgrace, and walked out and went upstairs to bed. Is it that bad, Chris? It did sound, didn't it? it yeah, I, would, I didn't really fancy it. Oh, you you kind of get it. See, you kind of get on with half pizza supper. That's what I get. I like mm. half pizza supper. So, Lisa, Chris Commons, your husband, is no longer a professional footballer. He's mm. involved in football with Sky Sports. What's it like having around the house more often than not now? To start with, I found it really strange because, you know, we do do his own thing and I'm sort of in and out of the house quite a lot. But I remembered going on, I did, um, just as you retired, I went on Lorraine Kelly's show, but she wasn't there with Christine Lampard. And she came up to me and went, so what's it like now Chris has retired? And I went, "Uh, yeah, yeah, it's great. She went, you don't need to lie to me. Frank's just retired. He's in and around the house (laughs) asking where I'm going. I went, I know, Doug, it's tragic, isn't it? (laughs) So it, it is just one of those things you just get used to being around each other. And there's a bit of a grieving process, genuinely, when a footballer isn't playing football, although you were ready, 
already and you know you're doing so well at what you're doing football's a footballer's first love mm-hmm. living in glasgow for the last like eight nine years i've never really made real friends that i can you know because they're at work and stuff aren't yeah. they? yeah so that you miss that connection with players the banter yeah. friendship yeah you just yeah. are a bit of a loose end really and so because you, i've got no family around yeah and the kids drive me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah. yeah, between a rock and a hard place. So did you never take up a hobby? Did you ever... I'd started snowboarding. Oh, really? Yeah. We got into Breheed, that kind of idea. Yep. So, yeah, I started snowboarding because I thought I could get into that. I wanted to try and take my bike lessons. I want to get on jet skis. I want to do all the stuff that I've been told not to do. Right. Um, but then I thought, you know what, I'm going to break my fucking neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get to 36 and, you know, finish myself. <laughs> What is it? Is, is, does your back still bother you? No, it's brand new now. Uh, it's no. fine. Yeah, we've the, got a six aside that we do up at Rook and Glen once, twice a week. Got a good set of lads up there. Alec Ray's up there, Mark Wilson. Yeah. Uh, Donald. Like which Alec Ray like to play? Is he still? He hates, it? He hates playing on the same team as me. Uh, does he, I? Oh, he gives me a few kicks. Yeah. He gives me a few. He still comes in all ranges again. Does he? Does he put on the key? That's cool. I love that. I love that. He comes up with like, he's not a full strict wanker, is he? No, not, he's got training gear. Oh, right. He's got all the, yeah, Rangers gear. That's brilliant. Alan McCoy, Frank McAvenny. It's decent, it's a good crack. That'd be a good laugh, that. Yeah, that's good. Do you, do you, have you seen a different side to Chris now? He's no longer going the day to day with the football and, and, and training. And is, is he a different guy from the guy that was playing day in and day out? I don't come back home going, babe, I'm in pits. Uh, <laughs> babe, I am shattered. Um, last year at some point, I went, Do you like hanging about with me? Because I think I'm dead fun. <laughs> and I thought, Let's see what he says. And I went, Do you think I'm good crack? Like, do you like palling about with me? And he went, I love it, babe. And I thought that's it then. So, um, do you, Chris? Yeah, she's good fun. Uh, yeah, she's good laugh. Yeah, we're like yin and yang though. I'm steady, and you know, I'll I'll do all the cooking at home and get the. Good what, what do you make? Them. What do you make? <laughs> Whatever you want. Everything done. Oh, your, you got you got a couple of dishes. All that that ragu. Oh, the yeah, oh, dog, b- that bit ragu. Italian ragu. Oh, yeah. Aye, well, is that like spaghetti bolognese? That kind of that kind of ragu. Well, you just bit, killed it by calling bit, it a bit, spag bol. Yeah, a bit more fancy than that. What is that? I could have tomato based something, isn't it? Ah, you've, you've got to get a bit of parmesan in there, ah, a bit, bit, oh, bit of basil. Ah, we've got basil. <laughs> now you're talking. So you like Italian cuisine then, eh? I like, you know, I like everything. Indian, uh, Chinese, yeah, Italian's good So snap. if you were to invite me and Greg around for dinner, what would you do for us? What would be Chris Common's speciality? I'd, yeah, I'd do a nice pasta ragu. Oh, yes. Homemade garlic bread. <gasps> Homemade garlic bread? <laughs> do you do that? <laughs> bread? I don't know how you can burst with that. You just get the baguette for 15p in Morrison's. Ah, that's and they are good. Shite. No, they're good. Come on. The ones that you put in the oven, the baguette, I love them. Yeah, only two seconds yeah. ago, you were saying that deep fried dog shit was good. <laughs> <laughs> deep fried dog shit. I can bet you anything, really. So uh, you'll do us a nice ragu, right. and then your homemade garlic bread. Right. What would we be having for dessert? Don't do that rice pudding thing. Oh, I like that. that rice pudding, nice fruit compote on top, some. Uh, Are you on what? Yeah, you're on it. A compote. I was a compote, Grado. <laughs> you tell me. No, you, you asked. You, you said as if you knew. No, what, what is that? Is it's that like a... plums, apricots, peaches. Chop them all up, put them in a nice pan, a bit of orange juice, a little bit of toasted almonds. See, I'm not a big fruity dessert guy. I like, I need a bit of chocolate with mm. my dessert. You the same, no? Yeah. You, uh, I like I chocolate. I could do you like a nice little cherry homemade bacon tart thing. Well, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, yes. What, as in with, uh, with some ice cream. With an icing and the cherry on it, that kind of idea. Similar. Aye. Huh? Similar. You do this every night? I cook every night, yeah. Do you? What's for dinner of the night, Chris? Aye. Ragu. <laughs> Come in. What about, um, what about, this is one question, and uh, I know, but I'm obsessed with macaroni and cheese. You ever make macaroni? That's Jack's favourite. He loves mac and cheese. Do you yeah. use a roux? Do you use a roux? <laughs> do you know what a roux is? I do yeah. know what a roux is, yeah. I am a qualified chef. Oh, you really? That's my thing. I go out and meet someone out, you'll have to come round for dinner, Chris will cook, yeah. to the point where the man that delivered our son, the midwife man, I said, oh, you're lovely, do you want to come round for your dinner on Tuesday? And he went, yeah. All right. So then we got back home. <laughs> and Chris was like, who's coming for dinner? I went, the midwife man and his wife's coming. No, and, um, you said his, his partner, this, this is a true story, I shit you not, right? So his name's Alan, uh-huh. I'm not say his surname, but his name's Alan, and... Uh, I said, isn't it a funny like, business to be in, you know, that sort of thing, but a male. Uh-huh. Um, you know, but he's really, really good. And I said, just just text him who, who's coming round. And he, he texts back Lee. I said, he's gay. I said, all right. Oh, he's okay. gay. No yeah. problem. Love right. It. He's bringing Lee, right? <laughs> so we're gearing up for this. We open the door and it was a woman that was called Lee. 
<laughs> and Chris was like, I'm hey, like, we thought you were gay. Mate, we thought we were gay. And he went, he went you thought I was gay? I said, yeah, that's fine, mate, no problem. But we're like... <laughs> That's your opening line at the door, mate. Yeah. I thought you were gay. Yeah. <laughs> but do you know what? It came round and then you're thinking, you've seen my best bits. It's a bit more awkward when you're not high on gas and air. Then I took it a step further and took him up to, him and his wife up to the Celtic lounge and all of the wags were like, why have you brought Alan up here? Because he delivered all the Celtic the- babies. <laughs> so they're all like holding the privacies and I'm like, seen them all you're right and one of the wags came up it might have been Ruby Ledley and she went do you think it's odd that there's one guy in here and he's seen 12 or all (laughs) (laughs) did you ever ask him what was the best looking one yeah he said mine (laughs) before (laughs) not after (laughs) Uh, Lisa Haig it's been an absolute pleasure thank you for playing along with who are you Thank you for having me. It's been great having right. you on. And uh, Chris, it's been an absolute pleasure, my man. No worries. If um, you do ask me to come back on again, please come and get some air conditioning. I know, man. I'm sweating <laughs> gravy here, mate. Come on, look at that. It's your titties. It's his titties. Uh, Lisa, Chris, thank you for coming in. I and I look forward to that ragu. I know. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. That'll be great. The cumcots and all. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. <laughs> And that's it for the Football Daft Podcast with Ewan and Grado. It's our first show. We've done it. What a great show. We've had the fans on. We've had Chris Commons, former Celtic player, now at Sky Sports, with his wife on playing the feature. Who are you? You got to smell Lisa Haig. Perfect. You got to touch Lisa Haig. Oh. And she was good crack. She was great. She always has been. She's a good laugh. She's a good laugh. You've known Lisa uh, for a while. No, I haven't. First cares. time you met Chris. Aye, uh, first time I met Chris. What did you think of him? Aye, uh, great guy. Great guy. Shocked. <laughs> And he's also invited us round to his house next week for some ragu. Something ragu, yeah. And what else did he ask? Is he, is he going to make for us? Uh, Compot. It's not a compot. It's a com- compot. Not, not a compot. Qua. No, it's not a cum. What is it? It's not cum. Cum qua. No, it's not cum qua. No, it's not. A pudding! It's not a compot. Right. Right. What is it? I don't, I can't remember. You're you're close, but it's not cum. I can't, is it a kumqua? <laughs> it's not a kumqua. No, no. The pot is right. Aye. It's not cum. It's not kum. It's not quam. It's... Com. Com! Well done. Yeah, it's a com pot. So, uh, Chris Commons has um, promised us ragu and a com pot. Next week at his house. Well, if he's bringing his daughters in for something deep, man, I'm sure he can bring us in. <laughs> So true. If you love what you've heard today or what you've watched today, then don't forget to subscribe. We are on every platform you can imagine. Like YouTube, Spotify, Twitter, Apple Pod, Facebook, SoundCloud, Pirate Bay. Pirate what? The dark web. Hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe for the Football Daft Podcast with you and Ingredo. See you after. This is 4Network.